Hello, and thank you for joining me. This is Jaded. I am Jody. And today has just been an unusual day. Speaking of can't get no satisfaction, uh, today marks day nine on mood stabilizers. For any of you that may be listening that don't know, I, I am bipolar. Bipolar 2 with a depressive disorder, NOS. And it's been, oh boy, I'd say a good seven years since I was on a true medicinal regimen for my bipolar. And I, I did that for five years. I did the medicinal regimen for five years, hoping at some point, you know, to feel normal, to feel better, to feel okay. And at the time, I was single mom, four kids, working full-time. And, you know, I don't know where satisfaction would ever come into play in that regard. But yet, that was what I sought day after day. Happiness. Completion. Feeling good with everything I had. And day to day, I struggled with that. Uh, my children will tell you. It was not an easy go of things for me, ever. And once I found a good psychiatrist and was placed on adequate medication after many trials, I don't want to fool anybody who's looking at uh, looking at medication as maybe a cure-all or a fix. It it can be. I'm not saying it's it's not. It can be, but it is difficult to say the least, difficult to make those appointments, which can be months out at a time, difficult to then go once those appointment times come up, and even more difficult to have to explain for the umpteenth time the symptoms and difficulties that you go through within a day that you're seeking help for. So medication was not an easy all fix it. I did have to try several. And when I finally found a fix, I did that. Five medications a day for close to five years. Now at some point I felt, is this me? Who is this person on, on these drugs? Is this who I'm meant to be? Or is who I am being smothered, mixed, rearranged? by all of this medication that I'm taking. Um, there were a few things in my life that helped me figure that out. One would be jail, two would be loss of job, three would be loss of insurance. Without my job, without my insurance, I could no longer fill my medications. And it was somewhat of a relief, quite honestly. It, it truly was somewhat of a, relief, of a relief. I thought, well, you know, now we'll get down to the nitty-gritty. We'll find out if this Jody that I am is manageable, is okay without these drugs. And, well, years later, I can tell you, it was a struggle. There was not one day that was easy. And I don't mean to put down anyone else's daily struggles. I'm not saying I'm worse off than anyone. I really have no clue because the only world I live in is mine. 
it was difficult. I recognized huge mood swings, uh, days when I could not get out of bed, and then days when I felt inexplicably happy. Just smallest things could make me smile, from the sunset to the birds chirping outside my window in the morning, uh, to a cute baby commercial on TV. I, it was up and down and up and down. I would cry over pregnancy commercials. I would cry over anniversary commercials. And then I would be elated to see father and son throwing a ball in the house across the street. Very erratic, to say the least, but not unexpected. I mean, I assumed everyone felt that way. You know, it wasn't just me. Now, I'm <laughs> damn well old enough to know that, no, not everybody feels the same as me. In fact, I'm pretty damn sure nobody does. But it doesn't mean there's particularly anything to say wrong with me. I just was not happy where I was, and I wanted, I wanted it to be better. So I... I started this podcast today just because I, I had a couple, to me, fairly incredible experiences. Um, I had an appointment with a dentist today. I hate the dentist. My father kicked out my front teeth when I was 17. Not without due cause, I suppose. He caught me, not caught in the axe, but fairly close, uh, having sex with my boyfriend at 17. As I said, he didn't catch us, but, you know, close enough. Swift kick in the teeth, I'm not sure it necessarily needed all of that. But since then, I have had a deep shame as far as the dentist goes. Um, I don't really want to tell this part, but I guess I have to to make it understandable. When my father kicked out my teeth, I had to explain to my mother when she came home later what had happened and I was a senior that year. I was due for senior pictures any time. And my biggest fear was, how bad am I going to look in my picture? Okay, you're 17, right? I, I can forgive myself for such a shallow desire. But it was important to me. And when my mother saw what had happened, and I'm sure that it quickly racked up in my mother's head the cost of the dental care. Now I know as a mom, dental doesn't cover shit. I'm sorry, but dental does not cover much of anything. It's it's a joke, quite literally. And when I saw the apprehension cross my mother's face, when the entire situation became clear to her, the first thought in my head was, I can't make them pay for this. However, they did take me to the dentist. My mother tried to reassure me, Jody, whatever you need, we will take care of. Don't worry about the cost. And she says this with a furrow in her brow, which I knew to mean, oh yes, it absolutely does matter. And it was not, didn't take real long to figure out signs. Uh, how do I say this? In my life, there was so much more meaning relayed in physical expressions than there were in words. 
So even though my mother's mouth was saying, don't worry about it, every single tightened brow, every popping vein, everything else on her body entirely said, we cannot afford this. So I asked for the bare minimum when they took me in to see the dentist. I had an exposed nerve in my bottom front tooth and that was hella painful and I just told them as long as you can make the pain stop I'm okay I had three cracked teeth they wanted to fix they ran numbers by my parents my mother again looks at me with that same look Jody whatever you need and I couldn't do it I said just make the pain go away and I'm fine I can smile with my mouth shut the dentist seemed happy with that idea. My mother looked weary. But I felt in, in my 17-year-old mind and heart that was the best way to go. So I did. And unfortunately, the dentist has ever since been a place, like I said, of shame, of extreme cost that I can't afford, of unnecessary... Unnecessary work, I guess, that me and my position could not afford to pay for. Uh, of course, that continued on through raising my four kids. If it came down to my children seeing the dentist or me seeing the dentist, well, there wasn't really uh, there wasn't anything to bet on there because hands down, always for the kids, and a lot of money, a lot of money out of the pocket, and so my mouth just didn't necessarily wasn't anything important so now that kids are grown um, I honestly don't know when the last time any of them saw a dentist was <laughs> uh, but they live with their dad the past few years so hey only so much control one can have anyway made an appointment today made an appointment last week to see the dentist got a great recommendation for my sister uh, shout out to her it was an excellent referral and this is how I know now I am not one to, well, actually I guess I'm kind of figuring out who I am, but normally I'm not one to sit in a waiting room and start conversation with people sitting there. Uh, today, however, was different. I don't know if this is due to the medication, but that's part of why I'm recording. Uh, there was an older gentleman, older than me, which says a lot, right? <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Uh, he was asking the receptionist, cute little blonde gal behind the counter who, I didn't catch her name, but I did take the time to tell her today. She was doing a great job. She had patients up the wazoo, interface, asking somewhat ridiculous questions occasionally. Plus, she had the back office acting like they had no idea what she was doing. And the whole time, this gal kept a smile. And, and I did see the furrowed brow once and again and saw the tenseness in her neck. So when I did walk up there with my paperwork, I had to tell her, just so you know, you're doing a great job. And I'll be damned, the little gal smiled and thanked me. And I really think she heard me, which is important because I don't think we always hear what people have to say. But anyway, this older gentleman was asking her, you know, for uh, what, what phone numbers do you have that I can contact you at? And she says, well, we have one direct number. But there are tons of different phone numbers you can reach us at. And he says, well, can I have all of them? <laughs> so she gave a little giggle and she says, well, sir, I'm sure any number you find that's comfort dental, you will find your way to us. But here's our office number. 
So then he asked for their web address, which she replied, I don't think we have one. Now, I had been on their website. That was how I got their phone number, so I knew they had one. And when the gentleman kept pushing, she says, well, I think it's um, comfortdental.biz. And in my head, I thought, dot biz? Well, that doesn't know. So I quick pulled out my phone, pull up. Sure enough, it's comfortdental.com. So I said, you know, I, I think the comfortdental.biz might be an internal address, but you guys do have a web address. It's comfortdental.com. And the gentleman goes ahead and he, he's writing that down. And then I hear him ask her for their email address. Now that took her a little bit longer, but she comes back with comfortdentalcc at gmail.com. I don't know why this was so complex for the gentleman, but three different times I heard her explain, he got the comfort dental part, but he says your CC looks like an M. <laughs> so she, she was very patient. She says, no, it's cc.com. So when the gentleman goes to sit down, I said, you know, sir, if it helps any, I believe the CC after Comfort Dental stands for Cherry Creek. And I saw his eyes light up and he says, well, you know, now that makes sense. So he sits down and, and I notice other people in the waiting room are kind of giving me the stink eye, like we're not allowed to talk to each other. I don't know, <laughs> but I still couldn't help there. I, I couldn't help but sit there and smile. So there's another gentleman who reminds me quite fondly of uh, the father of a good friend of mine. And he says to me, you've been here before. And I said, no, 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 this is my first time. He says, oh, who, who are you going to see? So I told him I was there to see Dr. Jolstead. And the older gentleman sitting next to him, he says, oh, you've come to the right place. This is the best doc. You've definitely found the best dentist. And I kind of laughed because honestly, I don't know that I've ever gotten good recommendations for a dentist other than my sister who referred me there it was very nice to see other people really stand up for him and the one gentleman says oh you know I think that's who I'm seeing he says I, I think that's who I'm seeing and I said well that's who I'm here to see you know I, I heard he was a good a good one and and he says to me he says so what time is your appointment and I said well it's at four but I was a few minutes late and I'm a new patient. And he goes, well, my appointment's at 4.30. Do me a favor, would you? Hurry. <laughs> so I told the man, I said, you know, I don't really want to be here either. So me getting through it faster helps us both. I'll do my best. And I just, that in itself, great. I, I don't like the public. I'll be honest about that. I don't always have great experiences with people in general so that that piece of it was nice uh they finally call me back and I reassured the gentleman I'm gonna make this as fast as I can <laughs> uh gal takes me back and well let's just say it's been a long long time since I've been to a dentist so we got into a little bit of talk of that and she goes on to tell me how she's got two in no not implants she has uh, damn it, not the root canals, the crown. She has two crowns and seven veneers up front, all in favor of her employer, which, as we know, is Comfort Dental. And I said, really? I said, you know, I, I thought about dental as a career move, but I was afraid they wouldn't take me because of my teeth. And she laughs and she says, oh, no, girl, you would be surprised. 
So we got to talking and lo and behold, she's a single mom. She has a 20-year-old, a 13-year-old, and a now one-year-old. And I, I don't even know how we... Oh, maybe because I brought up how my father had kicked out my teeth and we brought up fathers and she's got a horrible one horrible one who's keeping her son from her or her daughter from her and I'll tell you we sat and talked for probably 20 minutes and I got this little light in me that I haven't I haven't seen or felt in a long time this little spark of hope that said hey you know this person might understand you and I definitely understand her, but I haven't had friends, I haven't made any new friends in a long, long time. Many, several bazillion reasons for that, but biggest being that I never felt in a place where I could actually offer somebody something. And talking to this girl, Alicia, I did get her name, I did get her phone number. Talking to Alicia, it it felt good. Not all the horrible things she's going through, not the fact that I've been through horrible things, but that we connected. And I... Connection is a fine... I don't even know how to say it. Connection can be so many different things. But connection on a level that interests you and that makes you feel worthwhile, to me that's the most important. And I felt that today. Even if it was just letting her talk to me for 20 minutes, my dentist wasn't ready anyway, but letting her vent about all of the horrible things her father's done as far as keeping her daughter from her and letting her exclaim her love and desire and need for her daughter in her life. It felt good. She, I, I don't know what her past is like. I don't know, I don't know anything about her, honestly, except that she took 50 freaking x-rays, it seemed like, but I guess Today has just been a really good day. A day when I've... I feel my smile when I do it. I feel it all throughout my body. I am singing as I'm driving down the highway. And I'm dancing as well as I can in the driver's seat. And I know people are looking and I don't care. In fact, it's almost... It's almost a little bit of a challenge. Because I want to say, see, look. Life is good. Life can be good if you let it. So my thoughts and prayers go out to a dear friend of mine and his mother who just had knee surgery. All is going well so far and I wish them a speedy recovery. As for my mom, my mom is back in town, which is great. She was in Glenwood all this last week. Missed my daughter's birthday, barely caught Mother's Day, but she got to spend some time with some of her grandchildren that she doesn't see as often. So, as far as mom goes, moms go, 
Happy Mother's Day to all the lovely ladies out there who have suffered through the wonderful, horrific challenges that motherhood can bring. And if you care to listen again, I will post soon. Thanks for listening. This is Jade. I am Jody.